Good evening, everybody. Tonight's another episode of Living, Loving, Fucking Podcast, episode five. I'm your host, George. And tonight, once again, I have a new guest, actually an old friend of mine from the community of Queens, is Miss Sandra Starr, mother, warrior, motivator, and a spiritual counselor. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I'm excited to have you because it's been a long time since we've spoken together. What have you been up to? I've been good. I believe the last time we saw each other was at Comic-Con, huh? Yep. It's a couple of years ago. <laughs> you know, um, and the good thing about you is, you know, I noticed that you're not in New York City anymore. No, I am not. I currently reside in Orlando, Florida. Wow. So how's it over there with this whole COVID-19 thing? It's all right. I mean, we don't have a lot of cases. Uh, I actually work in the county jail over here. And I am proud to say that we have zero cases of inmates. With, that have tested positive so that's the upside and you know we're just trying to stay healthy follow the social distancing um but overall good considering what's going on i mean that social distancing is such a problem for a lot of people i keep on seeing the news some people do it some people say it's baloney what's your thoughts on that i respect everyone's opinion you know what i mean um if it makes someone feel better that I am at a distance from, from them, I'm going to respect that personal space. That's how I see it. I do wear my mask. Sometimes I, you know, I, I don't. Um, it depends on how I'm feeling, what, what I'm sensing, I guess, if you will. But I do try to be mindful and respect people, you know, when they come around me. Um, I haven't taken my kids out Good. around other people, but... In the community, in my in my area of where I live, in the neighborhood, you know, they need to get out. <laughs> yeah, I know. Florida's a nice place. I go every year, once every year. This time, I'm actually supposed to be in Florida next week, but since we canceled the airlines and all that mm. stuff, hopefully this fall I'll be there. Quick question. Hopefully. What's the spiritual counselor? Like, what is the definition behind that? A spiritual counselor, to me, why I... Um, kind of give myself that title is um we have three different components to ourselves we have the physical the mental and the spiritual um so with the spiritual counsel counselor as what i do is i help people i counsel them i hear them out i hold their space when they can no longer bear what they're feeling inside their soul inside their heart so i help them i guide them i give them advice you know, I try to motivate them, you know, they work hand in hand, motivating someone and being a spiritual counselor. That's that works hand in hand, you know, um, uplifting their spirit. I would put it in that model, uplifting their spirit, you know, it's interesting, especially in these times. <laughs> exactly. So I think we're all motivators, but to be a motivator, I think you have to go through a lot of shit in life. Someone doesn't wake up and say, you know, I'm going to preach because you know, I think the best preachers are someone who started from the bottom and rose up and keeps on falling. And, you know, I think those are the best ones. Knowing you and knowing us, I, actually, we grew up in a small community in Queens. Not the best ideal place, but it was home. I do. I'm happy to always see people leave from the community to go to other bigger, better places. And I think that's the whole purpose of it. Our, our families come from, we're first born generation here, right? You know, we're yes. born, born mm-hmm. here. Yes, you know, sir. our parents went through shit just to make us go through this life and to leave. It's good news. So from hearing news that you're in Orlando now, it's a good, it's a pretty, you know, big accomplishment. 
but how did we get there? You know, every, every story has a beginning, right? <laughs> yes. Um, I love, I love my hometown, Lamont Avenue, you know, born and raised there 29 years. Cause I celebrated my 30th birthday actually here in Orlando, but, um, I do miss it over there, but like you said, you go through things, you know, you need that change of scenery. So how did I get to, to there, to here? I went through a lot of stuff. I had bad breakups. My family has always been supportive, so I can't, I can't speak on them like any, you know, being any type of reason why I've fallen. If anything, they've, you know, held me up. They were supportive to my decision to move. The main reason why I moved to Florida was my daughter. All right, I had not had my son yet. Uh, my daughter was diagnosed with ADHD. She was on meds and I did not like it. You know, I, then I put her on behavioral therapy that worked. She was doing awesome. And little by little, I took her off the medication. Uh, my daughter will be three years drug-free. Wow, she gets, congrats. She, with my daughter and her ADHD, a lot of people would always say that I was so brave to leave and, you know, uproot and just take my child. And I think that that's what made me brave, if you will, was the fact that I uprooted her for a better future for her. And that change has gotten her straight A's, A's and B's, honor roll, swim team, all this, all this good stuff that, you know, you work hard for these activities, these extracurriculars for your child, you know, you want them to be, you know, be happy. Change is difficult, right? And now we're talking about this earlier that taking the shot and leaving one place of your comfort zone to go somewhere which is unknown, if you think about it, it's tough. And I give you so much respect and credit for it because there's not a lot of people out there that could do that. Um, I think that some people are scared of change and change is inevitable. And I think that for me to go to one place to another um, is two words that I fight change with, resilience and resources. So I moved out here. When I moved out to Orlando, I moved to my own apartment. I didn't move out to a friend's house or anything like that. So I gave, I gave myself a lot of credit for that. I think that that was very resilient of me and very resourceful of me. How did I do that? Before moving over here, I made sure I applied to places before coming over here. Um, one of the great things about Florida is that they just ask you a letter of offer from a job. I didn't have that. I thought I would. I, honestly, this was a rude awakening for me. I thought I was the big shark in a little pond. I thought I was going to get offers for jobs. I have my, my, my bachelor's, my master's. I was like, it's, you know, mm -mm. it was a slap in my face, like humble yourself. I think that's the problem we do. <laughs> you know what it is? I, I have the same issue. You know, if you, you grew up in New York and you go through shit in New York, you're like, fuck it. I've been through it all. Work, hustle, everything. And then we like, you know what? I love such a big fucking city. And I, was able to handle this. So when I go to somewhere different, I'm the shark. It'll be no problem for me to adapt mm -hmm. into a different pool. But then you're like, fuck, it's a different game, you know, a different ball game, you know? Yes, I do know. And I went through it. And honestly, 
anyone listening, don't be scared. Take that leap of faith. I did it. And maybe it may not work out for anyone the way it worked out for me. But always do your research. Like, I am so, so headstrong on that. I made sure that when I moved out here, I, I was going to be in a good community, everything. And, and I was, you know, the, the, the teachers that my daughter had, you know, they were, they were great with her. They took their time with her, which was, she was the main reason why I moved. Um, so a lot of, that, that is enough inspiration to say that you did everything for your daughter, but you also did, you know, a change of pace for you and your family. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, th- I feel like as a parent, I made the best decision that was for her. It wasn't necessarily, I feel like, the best decision for me. Um, I did take a $30,000 pay cut. Like, that, that's right off the bat, you know? I was like, how am I going to do it? But I did it. I didn't, I didn't have a babysitter, so I can be going out how I used to in New York. In New York, anyone wanted to babysit Samantha. They love Samantha over there, my aunt, my mom. And over here, it was, I was very lonely at one point. How does that fuck with your mental health? Because <laughs> I can see that's the main thing that, you know, people I, can deal with it. I didn't let it. Um, resilience, resources. I, I went on Facebook. I went to a mom group in Orlando. I use, I use my resources. We have, we have the world. In our fingertips, like we really do. I looked up because you know I, I was low income now at this point. I looked up resources for my daughter. She got free 21st century aftercare, before care, put her in the YMCA. You know, I made sure when I first moved out here, I was living off my uh what is it called? Like the 401k that they gave oh, you for the savings, for, for, for 401k? my sa- my savings, yeah. And a little bit of my taxes. What did you do in New York then? I was working for ACS. Wow. How, how the hell was that experience? Oh, my goodness. It was harsh. Um, another, another awakening. I was here telling parents, don't neglect your child. Don't do this. That's not how you parent. And then to come home at 3, 4 in the morning with my, my daughter already sleeping. Why? So you, you, must, your schedule was really tough? Yeah. So when you work ACS, it's from nine to question mark. The fuck? You have no end time. If at four o'clock, because we finished like at 435. If at four o'clock, there's a case that comes in and you're up next to get that case. Guess what? Where you're going? You're going to go get that case. You're not going to go home. So we have it hard. We have it hard. So if you ever have an ACS case, like be patient because we have family too and and believe believe us like you know we we don't want to cause harm you think think it's you think it's really worse now with this whole COVID-19 thing makes it even worse yeah honestly Uh. my own personal experience um I have cases that still haunt me to this day and that's another reason why I uprooted myself with my daughter for my own mental health and moved myself away you know, we lived in a community in Lamont that wasn't wasn't taken mm-hmm. care of by the by the people. I think the politics, society, they don't really pay attention to small places in the community to up up in front it. So you started from the bottom and you're here type of mentality, right? Yeah, but I want I, want, I just want to piggyback on what you're saying. I think as a community, we don't care because honestly, 
growing up there, we had our friends that chilled on the block taking care of our neighborhood because we weren't doing it ourselves. Like we honestly, now that I'm here in Florida, I'm learning more about like going to the city hall meetings, going to speak to your counselors. I have a great friend that's a, a, a councilman and he's amazing. Um, and he does great things for Corona, Elmhurst area. He's awesome. You know, we need to be more vocal and we're not. I think the fact that our parents we were just trying, but I think it goes back to our generation since we're first born generation. Our family come here just to work, to survive. Remember, it was stats say that first born generation families, they're not, they don't have a high probability of being very successful. It's us. We, they're here to sacrifice themselves for us. Right. Us. And, you know, for them to have a voice, it thinks to us now, like, oh, you said earlier, that phone, that cell phone, it's, it's a Bible, if you want to call this. This thing right here is a Bible. Back in 1985, 96, we had encyclopedias. We didn't have YouTubes. We didn't have I wish we could voices. go back to that, though. <laughs> I got my daughter a, a dictionary. I was like, here, look up. <laughs> but no, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I definitely think that our parents were more worried about putting food on our table than worrying what was going outside in the street. But now that we're parents and we're adults and now we're living a life, I also think that this phone is a headache. I also think that maybe that's why some people don't want to take chances. We talked earlier about being afraid. Failure is part of life. Pretty much said it that when you look for work, you thought it, you, you failed. And then eventually you got a job. And then eventually it turns from negative to positive. I don't think a lot of people want to do that. I think people are scared of failing. People are afraid to make mistakes because their life is maybe not in a good place and they don't want they yeah. saying fuck it. I have this thing in my head that I would tell people when we're young or teenagers, our first big decision we ever make is our cell phone and who we date. And sometimes who we date, we don't want to look back in front of other people and say, damn, you got, you had a fucked up relationship and they have ego issues. So they're going to stay with that motherfucking person for a long time. And then shit happens. Why? Cause we're afraid to let go. We're afraid to settle over again. We're afraid to say, fuck it. I was wrong. I messed up. You know, our community's just Accountability, responsibility, you know, that's a lot of, that's a biggie, you know, and I don't think our parents taught us that either. <laughs> I honestly don't, you know. Um, You're surrounded by a lot of successful people, aren't you? Not really. I mean, I don't know my, people of our ages, you know, you have cousins right now that my are doing cousins, this yeah, I was, I was thinking about them. My cousin, yeah, he, 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 he built that company from the ground up, literally from his, his mom's apartment. Yeah, yeah I remember. Successful, days. yes. My cousin, he has my back. I have his back. We always bouncing ideas off each other. Um, shout out to him. I love him to death. But other than that, that's all we had. Like, we don't have anyone else successful in our family. We, we literally brought our, ourselves up, you know? Um, Am I still, do I consider myself as successful as I would like to? No, but I'm thriving off my failures. What's working for me and what's not. But you you know? also, you're also creating your path. Yeah. You know, you're creating your role yes. and, and you're representing your family. and your, your a, friend, a friend to me said something that really stuck out to me. And I want to just quote her. I'm not going to say her name, but I'll just put out her quote. And I think it was amazing what she has said to me. Um, and it was about our destination and our journey. She was saying the, the journey is the destination is the destination simultaneously. Hmm. 
The journey and is the destination simultaneously. So whatever your journey is, you're going to hit various destinations. You'd never stop there. Your journey will always continue. You know, and I love that. I love that. And, and once she told me that, she was telling me how she was proud of me, how I've grown and how I've, where I'm at, you know. That's great to have. You, you need to have positive people in your life like that. Yeah. Um, It sucks to say that as we get older, we lose more friends. But yeah. it's, not, it's not that we lose more friends. It's that I, the way I look at it is you have your life. I have my life. Yeah. I'm willing to throw my hand out there if you really need it. Mm-hmm. But if you're gonna reject it over and over and over again and tell me the same fucking story over and over again, you don't want help. You just want someone to fix your shit. You, you, yeah, yeah. Um, oh my God, speaking on that, I feel like, as a, you know, I told you I'm a spiritual counselor and sometimes I tell people, you know, I'll read them the cards or I'll, I'll speak on my, you know, just speaking to them. And I try to speak life into them and they're like, yes, yes. And, you know, I, I see their pages and they're still like kind of in that funk. And then it's like, damn, you know, like, I, I hope, you know, that you really did take my advice or, you, you, you know, at least if it resonated with you, what are you doing to spark that change? It, may, it saddens me when they don't, you know, because I feel like we all have that poten- potential. We're, we're all given the, 20, the same 24 hours in a day. So what advice would you give someone who's wanting to do better for themselves? What, what is bettering yourself? That would I mean, be the first question that they would have to ask themselves, you know, like, what would make your situation better? And what are you grateful now? Because we have to be very grateful of what we have at the moment. Because there's people that don't have that. At least that's how I see it. At least when I moved over here, I'm going to tell you something. I lived one year, my first year in Florida, sleeping in an airbed. Wow. All right? Yeah, literally sleeping in an airbed for my first year. No furniture, but I had my own apartment, my own two bedroom with a balcony and everything. Most of my stuff was donated to me. I took that help. You got to put ego aside. Ego is the biggest enemy. Ego is the biggest enemy we have, I think. It's because we're growing up in a community such as where we grew up in that we don't want to reach for help. But I don't don't understand. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I don't understand that because let's be honest. A lot of us grew up on welfare getting the help already. Yeah, we all fucking have our EBT cards. We all have a fucking... Why are are we acting like we can't get the help? You well, know, that's, like, that's the question we should ask a lot of people. You know, that's um, what I don't understand. If, if they have people like us, friends like us to talk to, why they, you know, why can't they just ask for help? Why can't they just say, yo, I, I need some help? You know what it is, is what's out there. That self-made um, mentality. Oh, I'm self-made. I didn't get the help from anyone. Everyone gets help from everyone. Everyone's inspired by somebody. Yeah, we you know, have no excuse. You have a fucking internet. You have YouTube. You have all these social media. Like medias, I said, yeah, you know, and, and, and you're right. There, there's something wrong with this and there's something great from it. You know, just like us as people, we have our flaws and we have our greatnesses. I've seen you reach out to a lot of your friends watching your, your, your live, IG lives. And I know you put your heart out to them. Um, is that part of what you do? Is that, you know, you want to help your friends out? Yes, I do. With with this times, with this whole COVID nineteen things, you have your own family. You have a lot of things to deal with. Even look look at this late night, just trying to do this podcast. 
you're open to help out. You're open to do what's best for everybody. But doesn't it get tiring for yourself too to do so much? Mm, no, no. You know why? Because it is my passion. Mm. My 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 passion is social work, social really? services. All my jobs have been related to that with the exception when I used to work State Farm Insurance. But other than that, everything else was um, social work. Um, it doesn't get tiring when you love what you do. I love speaking life into people because you know what? I didn't have that. You asked me before if I had role models in my life, successful people. I didn't have that until now. Growing up, I didn't have that. I can say that my mom is my role model. She's, you know, she's, um, she's hardworking and and she instilled these values. Yes, you're right, right. But she didn't lead me to the path to college. That that was born within me to want to do that. So what led you to this path? What is it? What led you to who you are now? I wanted to make my parent, my parents, and primarily my grandmother proud. My grandmother always wanted me um, to become a lawyer, and so did my mom. You know, they, la licenciada. You know the. The, the lawyer um, and and they were always proud of me you know they always spoke highly of me and I tell my mom I'm like my, my road hasn't finished I'm gonna become a lawyer I'm, I, I, I just need to get myself together so I can put my my whole thought into it I'm not done you know but um but what led me to my path was you know my dream is to own my home bring my mom give her her home you know like I think that's that was all our dreams as kids I'm gonna buy my mom a home yeah you know I I feel like that changes sometimes when people find love I feel like when we grow up we're like yeah we want to make sure we give everything to our family give back to what they give us once you fall in love in the hood especially you forget half that shit because you're too worried dealing with your other partners and you know what I'm talking about when it comes to this shit. You know, we, we forget our path because we're going to another crazy path. And, yeah. And there are people to this day still stuck in that same path. That first yeah. mistake. We, and we talked about this earlier. I love making mistakes. Uh, doing a podcast. I've always been nervous. But now I'm like, fuck it. Just do it. Doing anything I do has been just fuck it and do it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And, and I agree yeah. with you. But some people are still um, stuck with that first failure. They're still reminiscing over that first mistake, that first issue they ever had. And I'm like, wow. I'm about to throw water in your face or some shit. Wake the listen, fuck up. I am guilty of that. I have in my life put my relationships before my family. Um, and that's not to say that I went back to my family because I got heartbroken. No, I realized through the relationship, like I was wrong. But I, I, I but there are people that put their, their, their lover, their partner first than anyone else and then you know they it's not going well for them you know and then they've got to be stuck there and that's that ego that's that victimization too and um you know I've been in relationships that where there was domestic violence where I was the aggressor and when you know I was I was the victim myself and not even say victim I'm a survivor um and that's how I put it because it, it, it also is how you words are magic you know it's how you put it out there you know, you're bounded with them by blood and, and they're always going to be there. Not even if they, even if they hurt you. And I think one of the things that I always tell my mom and my sister is that, you know, when I hurt their feelings, I'm like, I'm sorry, but I know you love me. And I feel like that's (laughs) the entitlement. Like I can hurt them because 
they, you know, they love me and they're going to forgive me. And that's not right that we do that. We take advantage of of what we know Mm -hmm. is unconditional, the unconditional law. Yeah. Yeah. So, So let me ask you something about your, so you worked in ACS, you, you went to college, you had bumps through your road of life. Mm-hmm. to lead you to who you are now and you you know you're a spiritual spiritual counselor mm-hmm. yesterday i got to see it firsthand how you did that uh, can you give me a little brief on how this works i'm kind of curious you know <laughs> break it down to someone who's new to it someone who yeah no no doubt um so when i moved out here um i was i was um open to the world of santeria um, my cousin and, and Santeria, it's the way of the saints. Okay. It's like, um, you, you have these, um, gods and goddesses. Um, it's an African tradition. It's a really beautiful practice. Um, and I loved it. Um, the reason why I got into it was my cousin told me that I reminded her of the characteristics of Oshun. And she's this goddess. She's beautiful. She's sweetness, love, fertility, and those are the things that I, I am. I think I, I love to give love. I, um, you know, I love to birth ideas. I love to give people that, you know, birth the, the inspiration in them. And when I read about her, I was like, oh, yes, she's, she's awesome. And, and she, was a, she was a diviner. She, she also, you know, did divination. When I was over here, I started like, um, you know, reading on the spiritual stuff, on the religion. I found a shop out here and I met someone here and they did Reiki. What's that? Reiki is the focus and the intention of healing. And I had a lot of healing to do. Interesting. Okay. I had a lot of healing. I was in a a self-fulfilling prophecy in a vicious cycle, if you will, doing the same things over and over and expecting a change, putting myself in negative cycles and expecting an outcome. So when I moved to Florida, I was like, well, I need to break those habits, right? So when I did my Reiki session, um, it was about self-love. That was my intention. My intention was to focus on the healing of the love for myself because I didn't love myself. Okay, I really didn't. I loved my daughter. I made the move for her, right? I made mm-hmm. what was in her best interest. But where was Sandra? You, you didn't know? take care of yourself, so you're focusing more on yourself. Take care of myself. And that's and you know what? That's the biggest biggest thing we do. So many people growing up always says, "I've done this for you. I've done that for you. I sacrificed everything for you." Never heard. I did this for us. It's more mm-hmm. of you, 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 and it's maybe that's the language we're using now. I think mm-hmm. we're careful about learning that. So we're awakening. So that's the word I was going to actually use. So this pretty much it caught your attention. It mm-hmm. helped. It, it helped you create a a third eye. I call it. It helped you open up a doorway into you. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. And, and so what's how does the cards work? Because yesterday you spoke, <laughs> and we're gonna do a little and we're gonna do a little sample today. I want you. Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday was very interesting because. You were saying some, some certain things about some of the people I know. I'm like, wow, I know that's pretty accurate. And I don't speak to them, right? Exactly. <laughs> I, don't even, so, I think so I didn't like, even know one of them. So I'm like, okay. So I'm like, interesting. This is, it could be coincidence. But at the same time, it's interesting because it's also giving a message. 
you know, maybe like for those who believe it or don't believe it, mm-hmm. words are words. So the words coming out of your mouth, it's an advice and it can motivate them. It could take care of them and it can yeah. change someone's perspectives. And I think that's exactly what I enjoyed yesterday seeing because while you were seeing these cards, mind you, you may not know what's going on with these people, but you were even pitching to them. You were motivating them. You were giving them advice, which yeah. is great. And I definitely want to just teach me a little bit of like a little advice of how this works and yeah and you know what and for the audience as well i'll definitely put your ig on this you know if they have any questions about it yeah and if they want to do it i'll put your link in so they could join as well if they want to do it as well every sunday i do a live i do live readings i like to hit my new viewers just so they can get a little you know feel and you have you have crystals too correct what is yes yeah so what i do um what i like to work is with my oracle cards and my tarot cards tarot cards um so when i did the reiki session that i was telling you about she looked into my past life so there may be people that believe the past life or not um it's you know i feel we're reborn right that's what i believe in and she told me that in a past life, I used to be a shaman and I used to, you know, I, I like the, you know, the divination. So it's always been a part of me. Um, so I bought a deck. I was like, why not? Right. I, I just bought a deck. I had no inclination, no inkling, nothing. So I would look at it. I, you know, I, I would study the cards and, you know, each card had it, had its meaning or whatever. And um, my friend came over to my apartment. We were drinking wine, and I was like, "Girl, let me let me try this on you." I am not kidding. And she actually said it on the live. I made her cry on our first session. Really? I made her cry. Um, and and you know, I I just interpreted. That's what the cards are. You're 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 interpreting. It's what your intuition is telling you. And you're interpreting it. So what? What maybe an interpretation for me can be different to you. No, you know, I, I want to see this shit. I want to. So I wanna, anyone, I anyone can really, anyone can really, um, can really read cards. To be honest with you, one hundred percent. The crystals, um, they have healing properties. So like this is clear quartz, and this is actually to give you clarity. This is actually to help you hone your psychic abilities. We all have that. We are all souls. All of us. We we we're all living a human experience. Yeah, we fucking live our life where we live doing good things and bad things. We all go through it. We all go through it. And it's just I think it's just about being open to it. You know, I think it's I think it's more that I think it's about being open to it, wanting to do it too. I and want you to get your cards because I want to. <laughs> I want to do this now. So All right, I got you. Card. Let's get this card. All right. I want to throw. I'm, some, I'm curious. I have some listeners. Actually, matter of fact, some of okay. my actual past audience. I'm gonna give you the names out so they can listen. Okay. To, so they can hit you up later on and see All what's right. going on with this because this is intriguing. Intriguing. And I'm gonna give them the same reading that I did on my live. And like I said, if they want anything else extra, well, definitely. Um, we'll we got the, We got the traditional tarot deck that's more you know that's what's more like. into it. <laughs> so right now all right so who's the first one um let's focus on them let's focus on my friend my one of my best friends name is jonathan 
And if you can explain in detail, so you are you shuffling the cards or not, right? Yes, I am. I'm shuffling the cards for him. And he's going through, like, I don't know, like, it, my cards are so stubborn, stubbornness, it says for him. You are going through some tough shit. Everyone has their turn. Welcome to yours. Gather your tired ass up and handle it. All right? He needs to handle whatever he got going on. He needs to learn how to handle what, what, what's going on. Nobody's going to make it better for him. Only he can do that. So now you're pulling the second card out. What does this second yep. card mean? The second card is the angel deck. So I like to get, so I call my readings, my sour patch star readings, because I gave it to them sour and now I'm going to soften it with my angel card. So it's like a yin and yang thing? The good yes. Okay. Yes. You know, because we have that. Like I said, we're humans. We go, we have the good and the bad. You study yourself. We have the yin and the yang. So the second card that's coming up for him is spring awakening projects renewal all right so with that said what's in the springtime things are being born things are blossoming he needs to handle his things in order for his projects to be fulfilled whatever it is he's trying to do whether it's buy a house whether it's fix his credit whether it's um money issues whether it's a relationship okay he needs to handle and kind of heal himself and be be awakened to these things um especially renewal he has to renew himself he needs to take steps to stretch and move every day um it's telling him that all the goals and new projects that he's been planting are going to start taking root and they're going to fully blossom like i said it is also telling him that he needs to he needs to awaken his warrior aspect and his maiden aspect he needs to balance his feminine and masculine energy. Interesting. That's cool. Okay. So when he's he hearing this, I can't wait that. for I can't wait for him to hear this. <laughs> his response. I do have another friend I'm very interested in. She's yes. actually one of my other episodes. She just had a breakup during this COVID nineteen. Oh no. Her name is Angelica. All right. Let's see what the cards say for Miss Angelica. All right, Miss Angelica. Love. Get some and give some. It will cheer your ass up. All right? Love. Don't stop loving. Just because if there's a breakup, that doesn't mean that, you know, you close yourself in, you know? You just keep it pushing. All right? Um, keep giving love. Don't, don't stop. Because, you know, some of us, we go through a breakup and we stop. We, we guard ourselves. All right. Yeah, we hide. Yeah, them. we we gotta, you know, and that's fine. We can guard ourselves, but it's up to it, it's a certain point. Let's see what the angels say to her. Okay. Like that word angel. Basically, mm -hmm. something positive doesn't come out of this. Yes, that's what I do it because we we go through rough stuff. So I'm gonna give it to you rough. I'm gonna be sour, but then I soften the blow. <laughs> and the card that came out for her is the fire transmutation purification she needs to burn that what 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 happens with fire there's ashes what, the phoenix you right you born through those ashes all right that's what transmutation is all right she needs to rise up from that breakup that she had and still love herself and still love other people if she has to forgive the person forgive them for yourself not for them okay the fire card is telling her that 
It's time to come out of your cocoon and allow yourself to become the beautiful butterfly. Have courage. Burn off the old, allowing the new to enter. Like I said, a phoenix, reborn, rebirth. It's telling her, you know what needs to be done. It is time to light that inner fire. Get busy and take steps to allow this wonderful change to occur. Have courage during this time of transition. With COVID going out. Yeah. Interesting. Know that all is well. All is well, Angelica. Um, the archangels that are associated with this is Michael and Jophiel. And it's telling her to stand in protection of something or someone. To take care of her home and her heart. And to take a break from routine. Do something different. <laughs> so I also see how you, when you speak to people, it, you motivate them. You speak to them. You, you give, reach out to them. I want to do one more for yeah. it, but this one I want you to focus on. And it's kind of strange because we're not going to say focus on someone who's going to listen to this okay. from your group of friends. A general. Yeah. A general person that a you general. know that may listen to this from your, your page. Think of somebody or power or aura, as you want to call it, okay. and pull it I'll, out. And, right, if any, and any of the listeners here feel that this person is you, let me know. Cause I really do want to know if you feel like it's, we're talking about you. This card for loud. Stop fucking whining, okay? No one wants to listen to that shit. Complaining makes you weak. You have the strength to change the world, so do it. All right? And that's what we've been saying through this whole <laughs> freaking podcast. And so for whoever needs this, stop the whining. Be the, be the change you want to see in the world. That's what this card is saying. That's the rude card. So rude no card. one, nobody, you know what? The thing is that when people complain, it brings the other person down. You know, you people, when, when you want people to listen to you, you have to make sure that they have the space to hold that energy. And not many of us do, because a lot of us get influenced by the weather. Like if it's raining outside, I know people that like to stay in and just be sleeping all day when there's others that want to go out and, dance in the rain you know oh yeah i mean i love weather i mean love nature is part of yeah. the game but um but yeah we all get influenced but with that card to stop whining we have to make that change we can do it let's see what the angels say red passion survival all right stop whining and survive stop whining and find that passion this is the red chakra this is our root chakra so like I said, I'm a, I'm a Reiki master now. So I can help people align their chakras, flush them out. So like that, they feel realigned. So it looks like we all need something with our root. We all need to be a little bit more grounded. And we're not because we're too busy being weak and complaining. Huh. You see how the cards resonate? So let's see what else the red chakra card has to say for all our listeners that... that you know, need, need to hear this. So red is asking you to check in to see if you're balanced or unbalanced. Like I said, the alignment, this color pertains to your physical body at its deepest level. It's also asked if you're grounded or scattered. You see, we need to be more grounded because right now we're all all over. True. Very right? true. It, 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 it is time to tune in to your animal impulses. If you're unbalanced, your fears begin to expand. So release them. Trust that your instincts will sound off and remove 
you from harm's way if necessary. You will feel liberated and to, and to enjoy your life more. If you are balanced and grounded, this means that you've chosen the environment that your physical body thrives in. We need to encourage each other. We need to take bold action toward what stirs excitement. Guys, if you're worried about money, this will guide you to your bliss. So take that action. If your action, if the action that you're trying to, to stir up is about you making money, you need to make that change so you can have money in your pocket. That's what this card is telling you. Nice. So All anyone right. listening to this, I hope if you think that we're talking about you, let me know in a comment because I definitely want to let her know, let her know that it yes. didn't help. It if is- it resonates with you, let us yeah. know if it resonates. Um, it is also letting our viewers know, our, our people listening, the universe is supporting you now with the flow of abundance. So reach out. It's up to you. It's there for you. That's nice. Uh, I do. I'm happy to know that you found yourself a new skill set. Do you have any advice for anyone that is going through shit right now that could really make a difference? In other words, I want to let you your final thoughts right now uh, before we end this show because it's very interesting. I'm like, so proud to know that someone from my community where we grew up in yeah. this one generation and you're out here doing something for yourself. I'm, I'm, I'm going to lie to you. I wish we could do a lot more for our community. Yeah. Go out there and help other people, you know. And yes, there are people fighting now for our community, but we have people right now that we have are going through toxic relationships, alcohol addiction, drug addictions, a little bit of everything. And this is the reason why I'm happy to have you here. So maybe they can listen to you and say, hey, I know her. She could do it. Just one positive thing at a time. That's all. Yeah. So what's your final thoughts on that? So um, I'm going to give a few. And the main one is heal yourself. Find that outlet where you can positively and in a healthy way heal yourself. Um, whether it's talking to a counselor, a psychiatrist, a psychologist, um, writing in your journals, um, heal yourself. Whether it's buying crystals, you know, heal yourself. Find that way. Change. Accept it because it's inevitable. But accept it with resilience and with resources so you don't fail. And if you fail, still make it out through there. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to fail. Yeah, do not be afraid to fail. To fail. Um, look at it as that as that win because sometimes loss is a gain i like that one yeah it is true that that's those are the principles i live by that i lived through here um i am proud of myself for where i am now i finally have a job where i am happy i am the hiv coordinator in the county jail here um in in the in the county of uh, orange county in florida um, so I'm working my two passions, criminal justice and social work. It's good for you, it, it, you know? to show people that you could do something. And it doesn't have to always be in New York City. It can happen anywhere. And where it you can least happen anywhere it. where you least expect it. Yes. And, and it's what you make of it. So my final thoughts are this, guys. Heal, accept change, and be your authentic self. 
Be Keyword, be you. Be you, love be it, beautiful. <laughs> and that's be a, this is a perfect example why live it, love it, fucking phase means so much. You live and learn life. You learn to love yourself and fuck it. You just got to hey, take it. It is what it is. What works for you may not, may not work for me. So, you know, just fuck it. Do what exactly. you got to do. At the end of the day, fuck it and do what you got to do. Perfect. If it makes you happy, you do it. Don't worry about anyone else judging you. That's I love it. that. I love that. And I hope any listeners love this or any any family members, any friends or any of us that actually take time to listen to our podcast. This is a perfect example of if we could do it, you could do it, right? Yes, definitely. I agree with you 100%. So on that note, I want to thank you for taking oh, this eight night podcast. Um it's gonna be it's amazing. Not every podcast is always happy news, sad news, but someone motivating. And this is a perfect example of someone for I knew personally since you were a little girl, a little baby, you know, yeah. young t- yeah. like growing up, you know, everyone goes to different paths, but at the end of the day it's you're still trying your best to help other people out. And that's exactly what yeah. I like. You know, and keep on helping people out. And I'm here as well to help other people out as well. So do what's best for you. Take care. Have a good night.